Today, we're finding out what goes on behind the scenes in order to create those beautiful wedding pictures you see on blogs and in magazines. We're out of the studio and on location to find out all about styled shoots. Welcome to the icing on the cake. Plan your perfect wedding day here in the UK. This is the icing on the cake with Zoe Binning. I've helped lots of lovely brides and grooms get ready for their big day. And now I'm here to help you prepare for the wedding you've been dreaming about. Expect hints, tips, do's and don'ts on how to plan the best possible wedding day right here in the UK. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of The Icing on the Cake, a podcast all about wedding trends and inspiration. And in this episode, we're heading out of the studio to the beautiful Exchange Hotel in Cardiff, where you'll still be able to hear the bit of drilling and sawing in the background as they continue to work on this extraordinary historic building here in the heart of Cardiff Bay. Today, we're doing a styled shoot, and I wanted to lift the curtain a bit to show you what preparations go into creating a series of beautiful staged wedding photographs, which are designed to help inspire brides and grooms. We'll also be catching up again with our wedding blogger friends, Kat Williams at Rock and Roll Bride and Claire Gould from the English Wedding Blog for their differing views on the pros and cons of style shoots. Right, let me describe the scene in front of me. So we basically are in this fabulous hall, which is the Grand Hall, um, which used to be the trading floor for the coal exchange back in the day. There's a beautiful balcony that runs all the way round the top, where in the old trading days the women would be allowed to stand, because they certainly wouldn't have been allowed on the, on the trading floor, heaven forbid. Um, and in the corner of the room, which is just fabulous, it's all wooden, dark wood panelling all the way around. In the corner of the room, there's this fabulous gold plaque, which is a war memorial. There are an amazing set of stained glass windows. Uh, It's just an absolutely stunningly beautiful, intricately designed, fabulous room. And we've created a corner of this room for our shoot. So what we've done is we've basically set up um, 12 foot of tables, trestle tables to create a long long table effect with um, seats down either side. Um, we're in the, right in the middle of setting it all up. The florist has just arrived, so she's starting to put together her um, designs for the table. And the cake maker has just arrived as well, and she's got some fabulous cake designs that she's brought in for us to, um, for us to look at and for us to use for the shoot. And what we're doing is at the moment we've basically created the whole um, sort of tablescape. Uh, so we've got um, fabulous different colour fabrics, we've got purples, we've got reds, we've got gold, we've got greens, Uh, we've got a lot of gold um, candlesticks, loads of candles, Uh, we've got an awesome chandelier in the middle of the table, Uh, we've got uh, masks to make a masquerade shoot out of this, Uh, we've got gold charger plates, we've got gold cutlery, we've got beautiful coloured glassware, we've just got all kinds of stuff and at the moment it's all sort of largely thrown on the table if I'm honest uh, just sort of putting it all together and just trying different things to see what works. One of the things I do when I'm not podcasting uh, or, or running weddings is that I run a styling and events management company with my business partner Hannah Boussouf who is with me now. Hello. So Hannah 
we've obviously been working on this style shoot for a while now. We have. Do you fancy giving us a little bit of an understanding about basically what we're trying to achieve? Okay, so a style shoot is in essence uh, a good way for us to get images for to promote ourselves to for our website to so potential clients can see what we do um, and really showcasing the work of people that we often work with that we like this their style yeah. and just to show people different things that they can do for either weddings or events just getting people's creative juices flowing through us definitely because it ultimately you, you there's a lot of there's a lot of imagery out there of things that the people are doing yeah. currently yeah. but we're trying to give them something a little bit different aren't we and just just show them you don't have to have the same exactly. wedding or the same event that everybody else has had or that Absolutely. everybody else on facebook has has already done yeah. you can do something really different and whilst we don't necessarily expect people to completely copy what we do and replicate it in its entirety no. it's no. giving people ideas thoughts inspiration yeah, color schemes different colors that go together different furniture different ways of using fabrics you know the 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 possibilities are endless they really are one of the things i i'm kind of really proud of us for doing when we do a style shoot because this isn't the first style shoot we've done is it to be no, fair no. but one thing um that i know that some people do get really caught up about with style shoots is that it's very aspirational but nobody can actually do it because it's too expensive or whatever but one thing we've always really tried to do with our shoots is to actually make it achievable as well Definitely. so to give you an example the fabrics we've bought the tablecloth which is well more than 12 foot of tablecloth basically cost us a couple of quid a meter and i just sewed it together uh, to create a massive tablecloth we've um draping other fabrics over the chair backs as napkins and that kind of thing it's all fabric that we've bought we've bought candles from you know pound shop type things you know haven't we you do all of that kind of stuff it's candlesticks we've we've borrowed things we've created things we put things together but made a point of it not being out of people's reach so that actually you could create recreate this without breaking the bank that's a really important factor to these style shoots for us because we don't want to put images out there where people are going to say well that's beautiful but i'm just you know it's just a pretty picture yeah you know we're way out of our budget exactly and for us as you know stylists and and wedding planners and event planners it's you know we need to work to budgets all the time so it's good practice for us to keep within a budget for ourselves so then we can then do it for our clients yeah yeah absolutely so once we get to the end of this shoot these photographs what are we going to do with them well um good question (laughs) so the whole point of a styled shoot is to promote ourselves to promote um, others work so these will be going on our website Uh, they'll be going to blogs to promote our work and others work um, that we're that have contributed Um, it's also to show you know for other suppliers to showcase what they can do and and again show that we're able to do these trends that haven't quite come in yet or some people aren't quite daring enough to go for them in their wedding or event Um, but you know it's doable and you know we've done it do you want to leave it on there for now to get a gauge or just to play okay so, 
As Hannah says, the plan here is to put these photographs not only on our website, but also to get them onto one of the many brilliant wedding blogs we have here in the UK. Let's find out how important styled shoots are to the two wedding bloggers we spoke to in the last episode, Claire Gould from the English Wedding Blog and Cat Williams from Rock and Roll Bride. Let's start with Claire, who started by explaining where the idea of styled shoots came from. They started as editorial features in wedding magazines. Mm-hmm. And before the blogs even began, you and your wedding and wedding ideas were putting together their own shoots and bridal designers, the likes of Ian Stewart, were making their own shoots where they'd bring in all the different suppliers. You'd have a florist, you'd have a dress designer, hair and makeup, accessories and the dressers. Um, so it's not just a blog thing. It's been going on in magazines for a long, long time. Um, the thing about style shoots, they're, they're for ideas. So um, it's the wedding industry, a handful of suppliers coming together each time and thinking, okay, so what's going to be cool next year? What would we like to share with our brides? It's it's kind of a creative day out Mm -hmm. and just putting together sort of each creative wedding supplier's ideas for what's going to be popular next year, what they think is going to sell and sort of showcasing it in a really beautiful way. And it makes brilliant blog content as well because it's beautiful to look at. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that brides understand the concept of styled shoots? Do you think they look at them and think, oh, that's an actual wedding? Or do you think they understand the difference? I definitely think they understand. There's one, um, I don't know where I read this, a few years ago. Um, I think it was a wedding blogger or a photographer, one of the two, who'd written about... um, Blogs are getting a little bit of criticism for being a little bit sort of aspirational, unachievable, and not, not sharing enough real weddings. And okay. people were saying, well, you know, brides, people, and Pinterest was the same as well. <laughs> yeah, they were getting absolutely. a lot of stick for being too aspirational and not realistic. People were sort of saying in a way that they feel pressured to recreate what they see. But I don't think that brides and grooms are that, sort of gullible but mm. we're all human beings we know when we re- we read um vogue magazine we're not going to go out and say i need that exact thing but you'll look at the fashion spreads and say well, i like that look i like those colors mm-hmm. i think those mm-hmm. boots would suit me you take a little bit from it yeah um, and yeah you don't recreate the whole thing so uh, an editorial shoot or an inspiration shoot in a blog is the same as Vogue magazine. I guess in the same way that you would look at Vogue and then you'd probably go and buy a similar item on the high street. Um, exactly, it, it, yeah. It's sort of pulling bits in, in, in and that from there, isn't it? And, and I think because brides and grooms, there's so many different sort of couples who have different priorities for their weddings, different budgets for their weddings. Some will want to try and recreate a look as closely as they can. Some will want to take little bits and pieces and ideas and sort of DIY them in their way. And I think that's fine. I think a style shoot is just there to give ideas, mm-hmm. a, sort of a, a starting point. And then the brides, the grooms can take it from there and design something their own way. Claire Gould from the English Wedding Blog. If you were listening to the last episode, you won't be surprised to learn Claire and Kat approach wedding blogging in different ways. So let's hear what Cat Williams at Rock and Roll Bride thinks. I generally do not like styled shoots. The reason being, I feel that... The, the reason behind them 
the reason people want to do them is to promote their businesses, which is fair enough. Mm -hmm. um, so often they will do something really extravagant or really beautiful to show what they can do. But then when couples look at them, they don't necessarily realize how much it would cost to actually make that happen at a real wedding because, you know, in a styled shoot, they might have one table. Sure. And then if someone wants to translate that to their wedding, they'd have to have 20 tables. Um, so I think often they can give couples slightly unrealistic expectations of what can be achieved. Um, the other thing that I don't really like about styled shoots is I, I don't often, I get sent a lot of them and a lot sure. of them are just a bit rubbish. Sometimes they look, they seem like, you know, the photographer and the florist and the dressmaker have sat down and gone, okay, what will make this get featured? What can we do that will make it popular right. rather than actually creating something new and unique and interesting because they really want to. The style shoots I really like often quite simple and they're often just like there's one really cool, creative, unique idea there that I think maybe my readers would be into. And it could be something as simple as like a painted leather jacket that was really, you know, that was really popular a few months ago. Mm -hmm. um, rather than trying to do too much. Um, and the other thing I often find about style shoots is a lot of the time they actually emulate weddings that are already happening. So you know, a supplier might really want to work with an alternative couple. So they'll do a shoot featuring an alternative looking couple. But when I'm faced with in my inbox, a styled shoot of an alternative couple or a real wedding of an alternative couple that look yes. very stylistically the same, yeah. I'm always going to go for the real wedding of because course. brides want to see real weddings rather than shoots. So I have a love hate relationship with them. Um, there is a lot of shoots that I see that I think are amazing. We do our own shoots for the magazine that I really love doing. We always try and make them, you know, different and attainable and beautiful and unique. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people just think, right, I'll do a styled shoot that'll get featured on a blog and then everything will be dandy. And it doesn't <laughs> often work like that. Um, no. I get something 50, 50 to 100 submissions a day, sure. um, a mixture of real weddings and starred shoots. And I feature one thing every day, sometimes two. So um, the competition is really fierce on most blogs. And often it's the real weddings that will get picked up over the shoots. So Hannah's still with me. Hannah is my business partner and um, other, other creative element to our style shoot here. Um, so Hannah, based on what we were just listening to, what are your thoughts on what Kat said? I don't necessarily agree. Um, when you're looking at magazines and clothes in a different um, setting, you know, you're not going to look in the high-end... Um, editorial magazines and think, gosh, I'm going to look as good in that dress as that, you know. Well, you might. <laughs> I can I always do. guarantee I don't. Um, <laughs> zero size model, you know, but yeah. you get inspiration. You get, you like the colour, you like the fabric, you like this. Um, to, styled shoots have a twofold benefit. One is on the same basis, it gives people inspiration, ideas. You know, I like the idea of lots of candles on the table, which is in an expensive, you know, yeah. way of creating an atmosphere and yeah. ambiance. 
and at the same time it gives us an opportunity to show people what we can do which when we are working with clients we don't always have the free reign to do so yeah that's really key actually isn't it and our creativeness yeah ability ability, thank you (laughs) well you know can be somewhat limited sometimes because people have their ideas and we you know quite rightly it's their wedding their events want something specific but yeah that's not that's, going off. that's definitely key yeah. isn't it because yeah you are obviously when you do a, a wedding or an event for someone mm. they might give you relatively free reign but still within conf, you know constrained yeah. sort of but the opportunity to literally do something we really want to do because actually we just love the idea of it and we this this shoot yeah it's been lush, isn't it? Because yeah, it's we, because we really knew what we wanted. We just we wanted the opportunity go, to do something like that. And we can go as far as we want to go, you know. And I think that as creative people, I think yeah. that can be our own downfall sometimes. Because, you know, you do want to take a rain. And you do think, oh, that would look so nice. But it would look so much nicer like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But, you know with these we're, we're able to, we free do, to do it free and do it how we want to do it I did like one thing Kat said that I did really like was about um, having one key element that really stands out yeah so whatever it might be here it's probably going to be our floral mask yeah. isn't it yeah. uh, it'll just be something that'll be a bit different a bit unique a bit quirky yeah. and really sort of be the focal point of the shoot and yeah. probably be probably without even seeing the images obviously they haven't been taken exactly, yet but, yeah. but will be our key image for the yeah. shoot because that that's all about and that's again where entrusting your suppliers comes in because we know that Beth's creativeness with her flowers and what Mm. what flowers she uses and Mm. the way in which she uses those flowers we knew that she was the one to ask to do that because she'd just get it she would just get get it yeah Yeah. all we'd have to say flower mask she'd be like I'm there I'm I'm with you yeah. What an amazing idea. Just to confirm, or just to clarify, really, what we did was we put together a mood board initially. So we had an idea of what we wanted to, to yeah. produce. We created a mood board, which was basically images, different colours, different table layouts, different sort of ideas, so that we could show the suppliers we wanted to get involved what the shoot would look like. And this is this is what we're trying to achieve. And then you take this as a concept, as an idea, as a sort of a rough colour scheme, but then you take it in your own way, yeah. which is what Beth is doing with the flowers, which is yeah. what Zoe's done with her cake, yeah. which is what... Um, the hair and makeup girls, Jodie's yeah. Jodie's team are going to do yeah. tomorrow in terms mm-hmm. of getting the um, the you know the hair and the makeup done, to, and the dresses, yeah. the suits, yeah. everything um, yeah. is just people starting with our inspirational board, yeah. us explaining where we're trying to go with it, and then taking that in, in their own direction because mm-hmm. we trust them to do that. Yeah, because verbally explaining something to someone people will create different images in their minds. You know, even something as simple as, if I say to you, picture a square and a triangle, are you picturing that square on top of the triangle or beside it, inside it? You know, I haven't explained to you, but if you've got something visual to see Mm. as a starting point, and then that's how it all grows. Yeah, I think that's what I liked about what Claire then said Mm -hmm. about... um, about not recreating something exactly, giving yeah. people the opportunity to pick something that they're like, as you said before, with the yeah. candles. Yeah. Either going, with, yeah, I really want candles over my mm. table, or, oh, I like what you've got there, but actually, what I would do as a, yeah. as, a, as a potential bride, oh, I like what you've got there, but actually, I would use that, and I would do it in this way. Absolutely. And it's just pulling that one thing out and taking it in your own direction, and that's as much for us, as much for the, the other suppliers, or as much for somebody looking at the pictures... 
for their own wedding. Yeah, I think where some misconceptions lie is that you take a picture of a tablescape or an event or whatever, and you, some people think that you're expecting them to have that. Recreate that. Recreate Mm. exactly piece for piece in a different area for their wedding, whatever. but that's not the case, no. you know. An, an idea comes from a single thought, yeah. but it grows from yeah. there. So even if it's just a single piece, even if it's as little as the cutlery on, on mm. our table, which is gold, mm. which is unusual at the moment, and you lovely. know, it's, and beautiful, <laughs> but it's, it's coming in, it's a trend that more and more people are starting to like now. You know, it's, it's a starting point yeah. because then... It's, it's a basis, a foundation for your colour scheme because okay. you've picked gold cutlery. So you've got your other colours to go around the gold. Yes, yeah. And actually what we're doing is we've got a couple of really strong colours. Mm. Well, the chance is that someone might pick one of those colours. Yeah. And that will be their theme, so... But we've gone with quite bold colours as we well. Have. I mean, a, a purple um, table linen mm. and mm. it's a velvet table linen as well. You know, that's, that's a really bold statement to make. But some people may, if you, if I was having a consultation with someone and I said, oh, how about a velvet purple, you know, tablecloth? You know, they'll be like, okay. <laughs> but seeing it in the picture and seeing it amongst everything else and, the, you know, it really has that wow factor. And a tablecloth means that you can lessen other areas because yeah, that's such a focal in, in other ways. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Thanks so much for your time, Hannah. That's fab. You can uh, go and play with your table if you like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Zoe Binning, and this is the icing on the cake. Coming up, we meet some of the suppliers who are on show in today's styled shoot. The photographer, capturing all the images, and even our fake bride. Right. Now that my producer has gone to make me a cup of tea, I want to talk to you a little bit about how this podcast came about. I've always wanted to do podcasting, be a podcaster, but I didn't have any idea where to start or or even how to go about it. Then I was lucky enough to stumble across the guys at Bengo Media. So they listened to all my ideas, helped me organise them, and with their expertise, they guided me through every step, basically to give me a podcast I'm now super, super proud of and excited by. Bengo Media specialise in helping businesses like mine get into podcasting as part of a wider marketing strategy. They've stacks of ideas and know-how, and what's more, they make it easy, even for complete technophobes like me. So, if you'd like to start your podcasting journey, go to bengomedia.com, click on contact and tell them Zoe sent you, and tell them I promised you a free consultation. And for those that didn't have your pen and paper to hand, that address was bengomedia.com. Right, better go. Sounds like my tea's on the way. So I'm having a little bit of a coffee break with a couple of other people here. Basically, we're all having a bit of time out from planning and setting up this style shoot. So I'm just going to introduce everybody around the table. There's Peter, the photographer. Hello there. Zoe, the cake maker. Hello there. Beth, our florist. Hello. Hannah, who you've heard from already. Hello. So we're just literally 
getting everything set up and ready for tomorrow when we're going to be shooting. Um, but I just thought it was a good idea to take a bit of time out and just chat about styled shoots generally, what we all get out of them, what we like about doing them, maybe what we don't like about doing them, what the benefits are. So I love styled shoots. I think they're very important in what we do. Not speaking just myself as a photographer, but overall in the wedding industry, I'm sure probably you can all relate to this in some ways. Uh, what I feel we're trying to give our clients is a stylized view of how their wedding day will be. Um, my wife once said to me that every kind of, or pretty much every girl grows up wanted to be a princess for their wedding day. And being able to kind of craft that vision, style shoot is an, a massive, massive part of that. It's part fantasy, part reality, but what we're actually doing is crafting a vision of how we see your wedding day. I, I completely agree. And I also think that for as creatives in the business, it gives us an opportunity to put our ideas out there as well. You know, um, we get so many brides coming to us with their ideas that, that we love and, and we thrive to, to give them, you know, that reality. And we do. Um, but we also have ideas that we want to get out there. And I, and I think this is a huge opportunity to do that, which which is why I love style shoots, yeah. you know. I think as well it gives us um, an opportunity to sort of maybe trial some ideas that we've been playing around with for a while and we can sort of be a bit wilder than we would normally be with a sort of a real wedding. Um, yeah, as creatives, it's, it, I don't know, maybe it's a bit of ego in there as well, just a bit of a chance to show off, I guess. Yeah. It's more like a, a ready-to-wear collection in fashion versus a hooker collection, I guess. And pushing trends forward as well that we yeah. we want to put out there and we want to say, look what we can do, so peacocking kind of thing. Yes. But, you know, at the same time, like the fashion industry, putting trends forward to people who don't, in a I wedding industry, they don't get to see them really, apart from on yeah. Pinterest. But when they see them done here, you know, in Wales or the UK, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, and it you know, demonstrates your that. knowledge of what's um, coming up in terms of wedding uh, trends and fashions, and it shows that you're ahead of the game as well, um, and that you can be progressive and innovative rather than just sort of churning out the same old thing as everybody else or what you've been doing for the past five years. It does give you a chance to push yourself a little bit. Selfish maybe a little bit, but it's, it's, it's nice as a creative to be able to do that. And also in terms of um, being able to use the images as marketing as well, there's that element to it. So it's kind of like an advert for you at the same time and that you hope that, that what the shoot that you work on gets picked up by like a big blog or something like that and then you get more exposure as well. So it's sort of, it's creative fulfillment and hopefully um, it sort of pushes your business forward as well. So one of the questions I was going to ask you is, do you find there's a different level of responsibility? Do you have maybe more nerves doing a shoot than maybe doing a wedding? Do you feel differently about it in, in, in any way? Um, I, I think with a photo shoot, um, for me, anyway, personally, I feel there's less pressure because it's it's me bringing my ideas to life and I don't have the, the sort of the, the pressure of sort of wondering whether I've brought the bride's ideas to life. So I know that I, c I can satisfy myself more than um, with a wedding. Um, 
I mean, I think the, the, the pressure with a, a photo shoot is that you have to outlay financially. So you have to make sure that you get the return on that um, in terms of business coming back to you in the next sort of however many months following the publication or the, the publication you hope happens. But um, I wouldn't say it, it, at the moment in the shoot that I'm, I, I think wedding's more um, a more pressure situation for me. There's far more pressure, I think, with wedding shoot. Sorry, with weddings, um, because that it's that person's special day, you know. And like you said, with your wife, you, as girls, we plan these days from being a little girl and dressing up as princess as my little girl now, you know. And the same as your little girl, they dress up and they have these expectations, whether they want to be a princess bride or they want to be the baddie bride, you know. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter. They have, you know. And we put ourselves in these positions, and they come to us to make their dreams reality. So there's huge huge pressure on wedding days but I still do feel pressure on shoots because I want to even though they're my ideas and I, I don't feel as much pressure they're my ideas and I know you guys come to us with mood boards and stuff but it's us putting our ideas in you know into something to give to you for your shoot which is your you know dream of what you want it to look like so there is pressure with that like I always come to these shoots thinking oh my god are they gonna like what I've done you know and things like that but but I do, uh, these shoots, they, they are less stressful. They are, there's less pressure for sure. It's just in different ways, I guess. Yeah. What this allows us to do as well is maybe sort of set ourselves apart or um, take us up a level from all the other people in our respective mm -hmm. industries. It just maybe allows us to sort of maybe shine a little bit more. I think that's what a photo shoot allows you to do. It allows you to sort of put yourself out and over and above anything else that you've seen. And you're not gonna do a photo shoot that replicates what's going on already. You're always gonna be pushing it forward a bit. Um, and I think that's one of the great things about it is it allows you to sort of be like a, a better, more wowie version. Guys, thanks ever so much. Um, should we uh, get back to doing this shoot then? Let's get, <laughs> Let's get back to work. Thank you. Having so light behind means that it'll give you a bit more separation between the backdrop and all, all, all everything in front. Okay. Um, so yesterday I set up the settings and saved them. To it's really fiddly because everything's going to be really tiny because the mask is so small. What do you think? Okay, we're getting into the really busy phase now in preparation for the shoot. So, I've delegated my presentation responsibilities to producer Steve to speak to some of the other suppliers here to help us today. Well, I can't tell you quite how apprehensive I feel to kind of knock a hotel bedroom door where I know a bride is being made up uh, ready for her wedding. But um, <clears throat> here goes. Hi, Sally. Can I come in? Yes, of course. Coming in. How are you? Very good, thank you. Very good indeed. I'm Sally and I own Boutique Box, so we are supplying all the dresses for Ellie, our model, today. And so talk to me about kind of your involvement in style shoots, kind of how many do you do and kind of why you get involved? Okay, we do quite a few. Um, generally, it's on the wedding side, but this time is even better because we're showing off our prom and evening wear. So um, we do some catwalk um, shows but this one is the first having a photo shoot here and it's beautiful at the exchange 
And um, how much preparation do these things tend to take for you? Well, Ellie had to come in and try on a few of the dresses to see which one. And then we spoke to Zoe as well about the colours and the look that she wanted. So we've gone for quite strong dual-coloured dresses today and a sleek look um, with some little sexy um, hints to it as well. I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much business do you tend to kind of get from something like this or is it just about word of mouth? Our social media is massive. It's huge. Um, once we put photos on of some of the dresses, you'll notice that the girls will come in. We only do one of each particular dress, but it gives a good insight into what the um, look of the shop is. So we have one of each dress and the girls love that, that they're individual. I'm Jodie and I'm from Minxies and we do bridal hair and makeup. And I'm Ellie and I'm a model. And you're also the bride today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'll come back to you in a second. But jo- Jodie, just, just talk to me about uh, the preparation for today. Well, we obviously need to know what the theme was, first of all. And then uh, speaking with Zoe about the kind of look that she wanted for the model, as in the colours, as in we needed to emphasise the eyes because we're doing a masquerade ball. Um, we needed to, look, we actually practised this look last week on Abby the Hairstylist just to make sure we get it perfect because we wanted to use a lot of glitter, a lot of dark colours and it's really, really smoked out look for the ball. You, you talk about the preparation, but yeah. how, how much time does it take to, to kind of put those preparations into place? It's, it's, it's more about um, when we get here, sorting out, getting everything together for the look. Um, obviously, we're corresponding in between going through um, what kind of things that we're going to do. But yeah, it's on the day, really. And, and what, what about you, Ellie? What's your involvement kind of um, before and, and on the day? Um, so I've never met anyone I'm working with today other than Sally. Um, so it's more on my behalf as I've modelled before previously. So um, it's just making sure I bring my confidence and I'm okay on the day, really. Have you done any bridal shoots or anything like yeah, that before? Yeah, I have. I've done a few bridal shoots um, and a few bridal sort of showcases, but I haven't done a few in a while, so this will be exciting today. Fantastic. Have you met your groom yet? Yeah, I have, only briefly, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've had a brief chat. Excellent. Uh, wh- where is the groom, by the way? He's done a runner already. <laughs> well, well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and now I have to go downstairs and tell Zoe. <laughs> Um, that's fantastic. So, and and um, you've obviously done the bridal shoots before. Kind of what 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 kind of thrill is there in in kind of seeing these pictures on blogs or in magazines? Kind of afterwards for you, it's so exciting and such a good experience for me. Um, I've done a lot of catwalk modelling, so doing more photo shoot, especially bridal, it's a lot. It builds my portfolio more because it's a lot different, and it's all about Elle. Yeah, all about the bride. <laughs> she is the only model on this shoot. <laughs> well, I look forward. I, I look forward to uh, to seeing it all when uh, when the shoot happens. Thanks very much, both. Thank you. Peter, I'm just going to interrupt you. I know you're in the middle of getting set up for the shoot, but can you just talk us through what you're doing, what you're trying to get out of this, and what the considerations are? 
Uh, okay, well, so what we're doing at the moment is, um, obviously a lot of the photography depends, and the detail that goes into the shot depends on the light that's there. So we're looking at using the, the light that's existing here, so the ambient light that's currently in the building, as long as they don't turn the lights off or anything, everything we've measured should be fine. We're also introducing more lighting as well. So if you look towards the windows there now, where you can actually see there'll be the flash guns will go off behind the windows, which will mean that stained glass will show through. So all the colours there, we want to retain that. Um, just to show the kind of decadence that went into the building, um, you know, and, and, and um, kind of it fits, it is in keeping with the shoot. So we're going to keep that there. But also we need to light the rest of the set as well so that um, we get beautiful lighting on the, all the products and uh, all the props and everything that we've, we've put in there. Um, the other things to consider obviously are we're looking at things like how much we want to show uh, with regards to what we want in focus and what we don't want in focus and um, also kind of things like um, where we want to draw the viewer's eye into. Uh, naturally a viewer's eye when they look at something will go to the brightest part of an image so we need to ensure that what we want to be seen is at least as bright as the brightest part of the image. Um, so that requires us just uh, lighting do a lighting check, make sure that we've got enough light hitting where we want it to and that it's angled so that it's, that it's going the right direction. And there's a good type of light as well. If we were to light this set with a blue type light, um, it wouldn't work for the type of shoot we're doing. So we need a warm kind of light that's going to make people feel um, that along with the crushed velvet and the kind of roses and flowers that there's a real kind of authentic decadence to the shoot. That's how it's all going to fit together. Right, that's all very technical, Peter. Way over my head. Just kind of explain how that differs from setting up a wedding and working a wedding. It is very different to shooting a wedding. Um, weddings are all about reactions. Uh, reactions from the guests and the bride and groom um, to each other, reactions that the photographer manages ca to capture, um, reactions to kind of possibly even, you know, um, having a camera pointed at them, reactions to kind of um, things happening throughout the day, and as such, it becomes less set up, less technical, and more you rely on the skills you've developed from doing lots of weddings, knowing what to expect knowing what's coming and um, how to be able to manage people without offending your guests, but also still get them to do what you need them to do to get the shots that the bride and groom have asked you for and the shots that you know that they're going to want. It's, all about, it's more about emotion and capturing emotion on the day we shoot a wedding than this. The emotion will be created as a consequence of what we do, it relies heavily on the technical aspects uh, of being able to manipulate the light to get the shot that we're looking for. God, I'm so, so excited about this. I can't wait to see the pictures. Thank you very much indeed, Peter Morgan. So position-wise, guys need to move five centimetres that way. Hand a bit lower, Leighton. Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> That's it, nice, yeah. Bring that hand down, perfect.
Right then, everyone, I think that's a wrap. My thanks to everyone who's been part of this podcast today, helping us to lift back the curtain on styled shoots. Photos of the shoot will soon be available online, but in the meantime, you can see the show notes for this episode on my blog at weddingsbyzoe.co.uk slash blog. Thanks to you two for listening. And if you liked what you hear, then please subscribe for the latest episodes. And if you've got a friend who's getting married, make sure you tell them to listen too. Next episode, I'll be answering more of your tricky wedding questions. So if you're having a real planning nightmare, then email me, podcast at weddingsbyzoe.co.uk. That's podcast at weddingsbyzoe.co.uk. Or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram at weddingsbyzoe. The icing on the cake is a Bengo Media production. And until next time, happy planning! Yay!